What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. What is up, everybody? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Whoa, that that was a. Uh... What is up, everybody? Is that better? <laughs> Maybe put your what mic is up. up. Put what the is mic up? up a little bit. Yeah, it's already like almost all the way up. What go. is up, everybody? Is that good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in too because that was funny. <laughs> when you said that all out of my head, <laughs> all right, restart. Yeah. Let's what is this. okay? What is up, everybody? <laughs> this is Javier Daniel. With the Brown Sound, season four, episode 13. We're at the tail end of the season. What is up, everybody? Hey, hey, I'm like, I'm just, I'm in a giggly mood today. It just just reminded me of that meme, like, when someone was trying to sing really bad, and they're like, whoa. Like, their face was, like, taken back. You're like, what is up? It kind of scared me because it was a little loud. Uh, too, uh, bad they too bad they couldn't see the the recording of this the recording my, you know oh we gotta man. we we gotta talk about that like would folks be curious if we set up a little youtube channel for the episode <laughs> like we could you know do do both maybe get some good uh little follows because you are like we're i'm like i would say we're funny right you think we're funny i think we're funny yeah um, <laughs> i'm funny conceited. i know we're, i know i'm funny <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, work on it, Cheekicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I, w- I know I'm pretty funny, but you know, you were funny in your own way. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Cheekicks. I was gonna say I'm I'm definitely funnier with a couple drinks. Uh, you're you're funny without mm. them. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and a I, lot, I was like gonna... a lot of people look better with drinks, and you know, just kidding. That's true too. Then it's more fun with drinks. <laughs> just kidding, but. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say Cheekix um one of the things that I I wanted to touch on before we jump into anything first and foremost is Cheekix my mm-hmm. nephew Dieguito is two today. It's his birthday. Dang. Happy birthday, Diego. Dang. And you, you know, right? And you know, Diego, he's always happy. He's out of all oh, the dude. kids, he's he's like the most adventurous. Like he doesn't care. He just goes and does and he gets hurt <laughs> a lot, but that's just part of oh. his nature, like exploring. And yeah, like I, I don't know. Every time I like think about him, I always think about how like that's the kind of energy we should all remember to have, to not be scared, mm-hmm. to just like try and experience. Yeah. And yeah, so I love him so much. Um, I, I can't believe he's two. All the little kids are growing. Um, yeah. And he's just a cool little guy. I love him so much. So, I, Diego, when you're, like, older and listening to the <laughs> podcast... <laughs> He can listen Rem- now, you know. Who knows? Right. Uh, remember your Theo how Javi loves loves you, and uh, hopefully I'm still alive. <laughs> all dark. Oh, maybe you can just tell your brother to put the podcast on after it airs, and then like, hey, listen to your Theo Javi. Yeah, yeah, and we should practice too, like like saying, uh, oh well, well, let's just teach people really quick. If you want to say uh, happy birthday in Spanish, you would just say feliz cumpleaños. So feliz oh, yeah. cumpleaños, chicas. And in this purse, you'd say it's nin what's it lahing. Oh. It's a mouthful, but it's, yeah, it's nin with it lahain. Happy it's nin with it lahain, Dieguito. Yep, and we will practice that. No, Cheekakes, thanks for indulging me in that. You know how much I love all my nieces and nephews. Cheekakes, if you don't. Yeah, he is. He's a very happy guy. Cheekakes, you know Valerie. You've known her for years. She's going to turn nine this year. Oh, my gosh. They're like growing fast. Like it's crazy how fast, especially being like an uncle. You know, it's crazy seeing your nieces and nephews grow. Because I have, you know, my sister Pauline. She has two older ones. Who mm-hmm. Shaylee, Shaylee's twenty one. Chrysalin's eighteen. 
and then, you know, they just graduated high school. And then Loretta has her two who are way younger. They're like eight and six, I think. Or <laughs> yes, I don't know. They're like eight and six, maybe five. <laughs> but they're young. So I, you know, and then I have like all my cousins' kids who are like in high school. So it's it's crazy to be like the uncle to see them grow up. Like it's cool. Yeah. It makes it makes you feel a little emotional. Like holy shit, I'm getting old. I need to have some kids by now. <laughs> maybe like maybe I should settle down. I don't know. No, it's it's definitely a cool experience being an uncle though, for sure. It is. Um, and culturally, at least in Latino culture, you see your siblings' kids kind of like your own. So you you know you care about them all. You love them all. Like mm-hmm. the fun part about being an uncle um because i don't have kids right now either is uh you get to have all the fun and then you just get to give them back yeah <laughs> that's the best thing like all right kind of getting on my nerves go back to your mom <laughs> i'm all oh chobs he's pooped come get him <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, yeah, I think it's always pretty cool. Well, I was like an uncle at a very young age, you know, because Pauline and I got like, we're like 10 years apart, so I was like an uncle when I was young when Shaylee was born, but yeah, so it's it's been cool, though. It's cool that Shaylee's, it's cool seeing Shaylee be like an adult and being like her entrepreneurial spirit, like she does lashes oh, yeah. and has her own business, and she's doing really well with that, and so it's kind of crazy. I'm like, I just remember when you were a little muchacho. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or muchacha. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Muchacha. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chica, well, we should we should support her business. Let's go get our lashes done. Lashes done, done. yeah. If you're what? ever in the if you're ever in the Lewiston area, hit up my niece Shaylee. She does lashes. She's probably one of the, the better ones that do lashes in our area. <laughs> um so yeah, lashes by Shay. That's 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 her um her setup. So I gotta give her a yeah. little plug here. So. Yeah, I know, same. And and who knows, Chickex, maybe that could be a brown sound episode. We go get our lashes done by Shay. Yeah. <laughs> my lashes shop. are already like already kind of long though, you know. So it yeah. would. I don't know if it would like help. So cause... what does it mean to get your lashes done? Like so that like you put extensions on your lashes? Is that... I think so. People can okay. get them like uh, I don't know if it's like glued. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But okay, yeah. I do know that uh, my sisters are always like more jealous because I have longer eyelashes. They're like, "Why did you get the long eyelashes?" And I'm like, "I don't know, because I'm pretty." I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm yeah. bonito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny, but yeah, Chicks, how's uh, how's it been? You know, we've took a break two weeks we, ago. We yeah. back. <laughs> I was asking earlier, like, is it smoky? I know Canada's on fire again, and so there's like a lot of smoke in our area, and it's kind of messing with my throat and my chest. I'm all, <clears throat> yeah. it's Do kind you of feel annoying. like Canada always ruins it for everybody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually have a lot of listeners and downloads up there, so we can't be talking too much about Canada. They support <laughs> yeah. us here. So shout out to Canada. I love maple syrup and yeah. poutine and, and bears and <laughs> whatever else you guys have Ket- up there. Ketchup chips, um, <laughs> poutine, and you know, they, they no, can't. I. I'll, Canadian bacon. Oh, it's, oh. Just, <laughs> it's just ham. <laughs> What's Canadian about it? Yeah. Well, in America, it's just ham. <laughs> no, the the other thing I want to say is Canada. I do love you, but yeah, you know, get Canada. those forest fires uh, together, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. It hurts to breathe. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just you know, it's been it's been a minute, you know, since we've had smoke. I'm like, I'm not ready for this yet. It's summer, you know. I know oh, it's yeah. com- I know it's common though in the area we live in the northwest, mm-hmm. the summer fires, and I'm like, great, like it's you know, well, I guess it is like halfway through June. This weekend's another busy weekend. I have another yeah. graduation party to go to. Cheekix, oh, <laughs> I know, dang, another graduation party to go to this weekend, which I'm excited for though, because one of my younger cousins he just graduated from college, so I'm excited to. Oh, that's always something good to separate. Yeah. Yeah. Participate in the, you know, adult beverages and be around the cousins, the older cousins. So, yeah, no party it up. It'll be fun. Where did he graduate from, the cousin? He graduated from uh, Walla Walla Community College. Oh, nice. Walla Walla. Yeah, good. Yeah. So he's doing his, he just graduated this two year and he said he's going to be going for his bachelor's soon, too, right after. So he's done with one and jumping right into the other. So it's pretty, pretty cool and just proud of him. I'm always proud of, I'm always proud to see natives like finish higher education and pursue that because there's not a lot of us that you know do that i mean speaking for myself 
college dropout like Kanye. No, but but I just always think of that like, oh, it's pretty cool when you see natives achieve that because that system is not set for us, obviously. So to no. see them make it through successful, I just give them all my my respects and kudos. Yeah, no, we love to see native Latino um, indigenous uh, excellence. Uh, the thing too, Chikex, is that, and, and I gotta say this too because you know people prioritize like education as the be all end all of like success Mm -hmm. but success comes in many different ways so you know even if we we don't get a college degree in our communities there's still a lot of cool things that we can do that's still considered successful and entrepreneurial and there's a lot of opportunities out there for us we just need to reach out and grab them and it's so cool to see that your cousin is at that point so we're here for it yeah congratulations and excited to engage in the adult beverages this week we have a long weekend here so tomorrow we have it's a Nimipu holiday Uh, it is the White Bird Memorial and so that is on June 17th but we have tomorrow off in honor of the memorial so like White Bird Memorial it's right so if you've ever drove to like Lapway or Moscow there's a big grade called White Bird Grade and that area is uh, traditionally called La Mutta, and then that's like the White Bird area. So um, there was like a, a a war there that started out the Nez Perce like flight of 1855 war. So uh, the White Bird Memorial was the first one, and thankfully, you know, no Nimipu were killed in this battle, but there were 33 or 34 U.S. soldiers that were killed. So that oh, kind of wow. just that kind of just snowballed into the, like the next couple of months of the Nez Perce trying to get out away from the U.S. and all the other wars that happened in august and october too we have a few others coming up but, but yeah so whitebird memorial they always do a um like a memorial ceremony on on the day down in in whitebird and they'll go to the mm-hmm. battlefield and they you know honor our ancestors and thankfully no one was killed in this one but it just i think since the nimipu killed so many u.s soldiers it like probably pissed off the government even more and so right that let's really snowballed into you know the nespers wars so yeah I'm, I'm excited for that i'll probably attend that event and i got to sit down with one of our elders, one of our Nespers elders yesterday and do a special recording with for my for my job on the mm-hmm. history, the history of these war memorials and like the importance on why we celebrate them and why we why we do what we do pretty much, you know? Yeah. And that I mean, I don't it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. I don't sit down with like the elders as much as I probably should. Mm-hmm. But when I do get that opportunity to sit with them, it's just like it's very emotional for me. Like I feel like I I just I don't know, I get like so my heart gets so fulfilled with like I don't know pride or or yeah. love or I don't know it's really cool so I got to go to this elder's house and we got to sit and just you know I got to ask him some questions and I recorded it all for work so I, once I get all that finished I'll put it out on, on the radio and stuff but it's just yeah. one of those moments where I had to sit back and be like dang like I know my job sometimes I can get tired of it and stuff but there's a little moments like that where I get to sit with the elders and or like language teachers or whatever like that stuff for me always makes me like okay like okay I, I like my job you know <laughs> like, yeah. it's not that bad you know but but yeah it was definitely one of those it was a good afternoon i got to just sit yeah. and he was he was close with my grandpa who's no longer here so being around him just reminded me a lot of my grandpa too so it was it was kind of it was nice i needed it yeah chica without going too deep into it because i know you'll be sharing the episode here soon and, and we'll make sure to share it on our social media platform bounce yeah. podcast uh what was your like your most aha moment of that experience like that you were like dang like that's that's great. um so he he shared something where he talks about in one of the memorials where he shared like when you honor your ancestors you're honoring yourself and oh. i was just like whoa drop the mic no don't drop the mic it's expensive <laughs> just kidding you know? but but that moment because we were sitting there and he was just talking about like you know when you honor your ancestors you're honoring yourself and then he like shared a lot about his wife who's no longer with us either she was our teacher growing up she was teacher bessie she was like everyone's grandma she taught us all the language when we were young and stuff so she's like a language, language teacher so she was very um like she was a huge part of a lot of our lives growing up and stuff yeah. so he shared about his wife and just, er, just seeing him like light up talking about his wife it just was like tugged at my heart because i was like oh because like you could just sense the love he had for her and stuff oh yeah and like in his house he has this really beautiful picture of him and his wife and like their tribal regalia together and you could tell it's like an older picture maybe like probably from the 70s i'm guessing or 80s but it was just nice it was just cool to hear him 
speak so highly of his wife and it just reminded me of like you know native love like that's something that's very strong and it's not always toxic or it's not always you know what you see nowadays so it just reminded me like dang need to find me a good native woman (laughs) (laughs) no that's cool chica because i'm excited that you get to connect and that's you're preserving history too because this recording is always going to exist now and you're always going to have it so that's that's really cool that you got that. Um, and I was going to share Chica because I'm very familiar with Whitebird uh, having yeah. driven up to college uh, <laughs> so many times in my, in Gloria, remember my old car? Yeah. I'm and, surprised and, you made it up the grade. I, <laughs> I was <laughs> That's such a steep grade, you know? And it's wintertime, it's horrible driving on that road. Oh, I many times I thought I was going to die coming down that hill, because I thought this is where I go on old Gloria. (laughs) That is held a memorial of you and the U.S. soldiers. (laughs) Yeah, white white bird grade. And if people are in the area, if you do want to attend the memorial, it is Saturday morning down in Whitebird, Idaho. So if you're in the area and want to check out how we honor our, our ancestors and our, mm-hmm. and, our, and our war memorials um it's open to everyone so if you're in the white bird if you're in our area of like yeah. northern idaho you can definitely go to white bird idaho or even if you're in down south you want to drive up it's a couple hours but yeah yeah everyone's welcome that's awesome cheekix um there's actually a lot of holidays going on a lot of cool things happening um mm-hmm. in in the u.s but i i not just to touch on like historical things i i wanted us to maybe discuss some triumphs because recently something big happened with yeah. uh, um and actually i'm a, i'm just gonna let you share it because you you uh we were, we were discussing it earlier today yeah let's touch on so- it yeah, so we got a huge win for tribal sovereignty today in, you know, in recent news. The U.S. Supreme Court still is upholding ICWA, and ICWA stands for the Indian Child Welfare Act. And so this pretty much just means that, like, the Native children that are in foster care, they will continue to be prioritized to be placed with Native families or Native, like, maybe their family members or Native, you know, Native community. So it helps the kids still stay connected to our culture and... And, you know, within our community. So it's a, it was a huge, it was low-key kind of like, well, not low-key, high-key actually, kind of scary because I was like, holy shit, like what's going to happen? Like if this yeah. doesn't pass, if they if they take it away, then that means these, you know, the indigenous youth can go to anyone separate and separating the families. And that's already happened before where the U.S. has taken, you in you know, native kids, boarding school era, things like that. So it was kind of like a big deal. And I've been seeing so many people, so many of our like, you know, native activists and celebrities and influencers and so many people in my own community have been sharing it but yeah so ICWA still stands intact and hopefully it doesn't you know get you messed with ever but you know you never know with with the government especially with you know politicians but yeah that's just kind of like a a brief a brief little over overview yeah um and and i just wanted to ask as a follow-up to that because like there there was this was a big this was a big fight right it was it was the government pushing to end this act and from your perspective chicax why is it so important that native um children um, indigenous children get placed with with uh, indigenous families um personally because i've worked in our tribe social services department and i've worked with the youth who were placed in our foster care and stuff like that i think from my personal experience that it's it's important because they're still in our community they're not you know it, it's yeah. probably really traumatizing for a, a native kid to be placed with a white family or a non-native family say if they don't live in the area or they're forced to yeah. move to wherever this family's at that you know fostering them or whatever i think that would be really traumatizing and i I, you know i can't speak on that experience i've never gone through that but being an employee for our tribe social services department and working right at the children's home where i work with the kids who were taken uh into foster care and seeing how they reacted to us or how they responded to us that were that worked because we were all nimipu tribal members Mm -hmm. and seeing how they reacted to like the counselors or the doctors or people we had to take them to their you know different appointments and stuff Mm -hmm. uh it's really it's a it's a real thing like it's it's hard for i think a lot of native people to trust non-natives so i think it's just important to keep native youth with native families so they can still stay connected into their culture and into our way of life you know i think it's just important and seeing that 
uh, like just from kind of firsthand working with it, it was like it was a lot. You know, that was one of the probably one of the like craziest, not crazy in a bad way, but like one of the toughest jobs I've ever had. Because I, you have to be strong too for those kids, you know, and you see them, yeah. their families kind of being, you know, torn apart. But it's usually because the parents are either neglecting or on, you know, an addiction or whatever the case may be. So I just, I could just say from my own experience working with the native youth is it they respond to us a lot like i don't know better i guess or they're yeah. more they're more comfortable with us because we you know look like them we come from the same community or even sometimes uh same families and you know a lot of cases but yeah, yeah. definitely it definitely was a, a scary moment there i know a lot of people were were scared because like once the kids go to the state you know it's a lot harder for families to get them back so yeah. and that's also how a lot of kids end up missing like a lot of the kids who get sent to the state and families can't track them down or they can't find them anymore because this family probably you know changed the name or whatever you know it's it's a lot more difficult to get your kids back when you lose them to the state than it is with the yep. tribe so so yeah it's definitely a, a huge win though for for tribal sovereignty throughout the u.s and i'm, I'm yep. glad it came out the way it did because i was like i was thinking like holy shit like if they're gonna do this to us they can come after our other things treaties land yeah. I mean, they could, you know, so it was one of those things where a lot of, I think a lot of Native people were just on edge, like, what's going to happen? But thankfully, the vote, I think it was like nine members, and the vote was seven out of two. nine. Yeah, so two people voted, you know, against to get it. So it's kind of, that kind of makes it a little refreshing to know that, that at least there's majority people that were like, no, let's keep this you know let's keep this act the way it is and the other two the other two can go kick rocks just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the other well, two help you step on attack no <laughs> <laughs> well and then from the outside looking in too just from the historical trauma chicks of yeah. children being removed from the reservation uh mm-hmm. to strip culture remember that language it, it, it feels like it could be a repeat right so i understand why yeah. why there's that big concern i'm just so happy for the outcome chicks because yeah. we need there, there's a lot of things going on in the world and sometimes we just need these these wins uh, yeah. to remind ourselves of the we good things. We still have a lot of we still have a lot of work and a lot of things you know to work on, but this still is a win for us, and it's a huge win just for tribal nations and tribal sovereignty. So I'm all tonight. This one's for Iqua. Yeah, I saw. I saw Deb Holland also released like a statement where she was yeah. like so excited and happy for. Yeah, she was the one that was fighting against this because it was like Holland versus I can't remember the other name, but it was her that was like in, I think, like the Supreme Court, like defending this. So shout out to Auntie Debs, you know, that's that's Indian countries, Auntie, Auntie Debs. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so cool. Like I got to interview her and meet her and my family got to cook for her. So that's always like the coolest. Like that's probably one of my biggest takeaway moments in my career. Like Mm -hmm. and the way that even happened is like I didn't reach out to her team her team reached out to me you know so it was like i was like holy crap i'm doing something right i guess the <laughs> secretary of the interior for the united states the first native woman the first native ever to be in the president's Oof. um cabinet what, cabinet i'm like what is it called yeah. court or whatever but yeah <laughs> so i was like damn empty dabs nah and then it was crazy because like a year when a year after my interview is when i got to meet her in person when she came to our res and then my family were all the cooks for that event so like my grandma my aunt my mom cousins they all got to cook for her and that's a huge deal in native communities like when you get to cook for something you know like that so it was one of those very proud moments and i'm glad you know i'm just yeah i don't know deb holland being in this position just really i think she just gives a lot of natives hope and a lot Mm -hmm. of pride so it's like yeah anti deb i mean i'm sure it's probably hard still i know there's some things that some people disagree with her because of you know obviously being a u.s like working directly with the u.s government it's still there's still a lot of things you got to work on but for the most part she's doing pretty good you know she's giving a lot of land back to different tribes and she's you know like doing stuff to like prevent like oil drilling or you know she's doing a lot of good things for the land so it is yeah it's it's there's a lot but yeah shout out to shout out to deb holland <laughs> that's <laughs> it's definitely a lot but this also touches on the point we've made many times in our podcast chicax that representation matters and that we do need to have folks of our communities mm-hmm. uh, represented in all all industries all all yep. the different types of positions out there because only then can we speak to uh 
you know, the concerns or the um, changes that folks want to enact that would affect us all. If we don't have our people there, then we don't get that perspective. And we also mm-hmm. don't have people in those platforms that can actually push for change like she did. So yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, switching gears a little bit, Chica, did you see the new Hot Cheetos uh, movie? <laughs> of Disney course. Plus? <laughs> of course. You know, as a res kid, I'm sure most res kids can relate to this. Like, we eat Hot Cheetos growing up. I remember, eat, I remember like back then being a little res kid walking like on lunch breaks. I'd go get like a Hot Cheetos and like a Pepsi or something. And I'm like, that's such a nasty combo as an adult now. <laughs> but I'm like, why was I eating Hot Cheetos and drinking a Pepsi? Like, it's just, it's just super, super res. But yeah, I did watch the Flamin' Hot movie. It's on Disney Plus. And I actually, you know, I'm a huge fan of the um, the actress that plays, I think her name is Judy Montanez. Uh, Annie Gonzalez, though, she's super beautiful. Like, she's just yeah. one of those, like, dang just yeah super awesome actress she was in like hentified and um i think i remember what else she was in but she's She's been a couple things yeah yeah, definitely woman crush wednesday just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's thursday chicks oh yeah throwback thursday just kidding Yeah, no, it was it was funny. I I mean, for me, like that's like the one resi snack that I can always be in the mood for. Those hot yep. Cheetos, like hot Cheetos. It's just I don't know. It's just it, it's a it's crazy because like watching the movie and seeing how um the 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 chili like stemmed from like Mexican culture and yep. you know Mexican chilies and then how it has a huge impact even in native communities. Like it's a yeah. big part of our res culture, and I'm sure they're probably not healthy and they're probably not as good for you. But they do play a huge role in, I think, our upbringing growing up on the res, like hot yeah. Cheetos and stuff. I mean, I see people that even have like hot Cheeto beadwork, like hot Cheeto earrings, mm-hmm. medallions. Like it's a Tattoos. huge. Tattoos. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. <laughs> it's it's become iconic. So I got to share, when I was growing up, uh, I talked to you about living in the migrant camp uh, in Caldwell. Th- I mean, those were the things that would sell out all the time. Like mm-hmm. we'd all get out of, off of the bus and go to La Tiendita, which was a little store there. Mm-hmm. It was literally called La Tiendita. And oh, like the chips, that. yeah, the, the chips would go so quick, Chigex. Uh, and that's the thing, like, as a little kid, we it definitely was not healthy or good for our stomachs or anything, <laughs> but we, we'd I'd finish a whole bag and then want some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I moved away to college, I didn't really eat a lot of spicy stuff. So now if I try to eat those, definitely messes with my stomach. But uh, <laughs> it also gets me all sweaty. So I, I start to get yeah, all hot, uh, caliente. But <laughs> yeah, Chigex, I there's also like a lot of things associated with hot cheetos so have you ever heard of the term like hot cheeto girl <laughs> oh yeah we got a few of those on our res <laughs> right <laughs> so it's like a stereotype of like the type of uh person that would eat the the hot cheetos and it's always funny because i remember some of my cousins and that would definitely be the case their fingertips mm. were always red from just eating hot yeah. hot cheetos uh hot cheats we used to tease around and um call them bot beats <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, those are the bot beats. <laughs> like, it was just like, I don't know, instead of saying hot cheats, it'd be like, oh, yeah, bot beats. Get some bot beats. I know um, on that movie, though, on Flaming Hot, it's like, I I, watch, I enjoyed that it, like, it showed a lot of, like, the culture. I think that, like, really touched a lot on like Chicano culture too like yes, in California did. and so that was pretty cool to see like how this billion dollar product now stemmed from like you know Chicano person like he yep. just him and his wife his family created it and so it's pretty cool to see and and in that movie too like there, he he talks about how like the latino market like you know there he's shared like there's more latinos in the u.s than there are australians in australia and so like he's talking oh. about how how like the latino community was a market that businesses weren't tapping into back then and yep. then once they started tapping into and seeing that like you know the latino community is buying this product and they they're putting their money you know into this stuff and so it's pretty pretty cool to watch and i was like well this is like an awesome success story of um yep. his name was richard richard montanez and but he like started out as like a janitor you know he was a janitor in the yep. in the frito olay shop and then he just invented it with his wife i think he he was like inspired by one of the ceos of frito olay because he did a video like you know how some companies do those videos for their employees like yep. one of those things and so his thing was like think like a ceo and so he started like you know thinking like a ceo and he created the hot cheeto brand that's like super big i mean I mean, there's like hot cheeto mac and cheese hot yep. cheeto sushi like even hot cheeto margarita like i see yeah. how they use that like 
flaming hot you know flavor for a lot of a lot of stuff so it was pretty cool to um just a cool success story so it was I, uh sorry chica i i was gonna say that uh what was cool for me is they captured the essence of being a chicano latino in california i uh one of the things that we had talked about was wasn't eva longoria like an executive producer or yeah. like she was involved heavily but that's the importance of having latino representation in, mm-hmm. in creating our stories when you're making a movie like that because they get all the little things that make it so authentic and really speak yeah. to our experience so that was really cool and everybody obviously loves a good like underdog like you know yeah. there's a lot of you persevered many challenges but you didn't give up and you kept on going and that was cool it was definitely cool to see yeah and it has one of the actors of the sons he's like the young guy he was he's like a tiktok he like went viral on tiktok and i and now he's becoming a child actor so he was like in this movie and then he's in the george lopez series the lopez versus lopez one now but oh. he's started out on tiktok so i always think that's pretty cool how like these you know creatives on tiktok you know especially latino or, or indigenous creatives who are starting to jump into the like the film world and like seeing that representation because yeah. they're, like they're just like us regular people that you know was given an opportunity so pretty cool yeah. and inspiring i'm gonna give us a damn opportunity just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're yeah. ready. No, we're ready for the big screen. Just kidding. Yeah, if you're a producer out there and need some uh, beautiful voice actors or <laughs> yeah. big beautiful men, we're <laughs> we're ready. Put us out there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was cool though because even in that movie, I was thinking about because his wife, she's like most. I think most people can relate that come from our communities is like you know the women are the backbone to our families to our community. Like the yep. women are always there that help us. You know become better or be better or just to have faith you know in ourselves and so like in that movie i thought it was pretty cool that his wife was like his backbone and helped him like create this and like was right there his ride or die and it just kind of reminded me a lot of just like home like oh it's cool to see like that part of like the family morals is something that i could relate with with yeah. here so that was like dang she goes we need we need some we need a good woman yeah <laughs> time for I was, us to settle down chicks <laughs> we need to find a good woman that'll make us you know be great i guess i don't know it's one of those things where it's like dang it's pretty cool pretty cool I, to see. i i like I said again, I th- I think that they they captured the essence of being like a Latino family really really well. Um, and we, you and I have talked about how like f- our family dynamics are very similar. But that the whole time I was like this this is like my family. This is like my mom. This is my dad. Like my dad getting knocked down. My mom keeping everybody together and like you know encouraging us all to do our best. That yeah. everything you're saying, I'm like yes I yes family yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. even thinking too like how the relationship between the son and his dad like how his his dad kind of grew up like you know maybe not the best father but he in one of the movies they have like this come to moment where he the dad is telling his son before he's gonna go present the hot cheeto idea to all these big exec he's like Mm -hmm. he's like my biggest regret was not being the man that helped you become the man you are today or something and i was like dang i'm just tugging at the heart heart strings but it just reminds me a lot of like how a lot of our dads can be when it shows coming to show like affection or love you know it's something that they didn't grow up with or they're not used to being able to talk about their feelings and stuff so it's kind of cool that they even touched on that because it's like that's something that we could all relate with too i know you know with my own dad like we have a great relationship but we still have those things where it's like we don't always show affection you know it's one of those things that we're working on getting better at but it's just like you know it's just like you know obviously i know my dad loves me and he's provided a really good life for us and stuff but we just probably and it's probably me too that we have to get better at showing more like of your feelings like tell your dad oh i love you dad or love you son or something you know like we can share that in a text and stuff but i think verbally saying it it's a little harder for men i think you know or or even physically showing it so even hugging can sometimes be awkward (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it's one of those things it's crazy because my dad is such a like he's a very emotional guy like he's very like stoic native dad right he's Uh just like very but when he is uh in his emotions and feelings he does show them and so he's it's not that he's like never showed his emotions to us or anything i'm not saying that but i just think when it comes to the the father and the son like it, it's still just it's just not not saying it's uncomfortable in a bad way but it's still like we got to get better at saying like oh love you dad or giving you yeah. a hug or something you know it's just one of those things but yeah it's it definitely a good movie i definitely recommend for anyone to watch yeah <laughs> if you love hot cheetos like we do or i do yeah it was no, all I- fun <laughs> 
It's was, it was all funny because Betsy thought I was joking when I was watching it. She's like, she's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, oh, it's flaming hot. It's like the history of like how hot Cheetos was made. And she's like, yeah, really? And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, you want to watch it? And she's like, oh no, I'm alright. But I was like cracking up because she thought I was joking. I'm like, no, I'm like you love hot Cheetos. <laughs> I, for the record, when you asked me about it too, I was like, uh, what? Because <laughs> you like to tease sometimes, but I never thought that you know the success story yeah. of the guy, the guy who made hot cheetos would ever be like made into a movie let alone on disney plus uh, of all yeah. places but no yeah, we're here was... for it cheek and we're definitely here for it so father's day is coming up and i know we touched yeah. a little bit on father-son dynamics yeah. uh speaking of yeah <laughs> i'm like ties into what we want to talk about uh cheek i wanted to ask from a cultural perspective yeah what yeah what does it mean for you to have like you know what is your f- dynamic with your dad like I, you dad. just yeah you just shared the whole like showing affection and showing showing each other love my dad comes from a history of i'm all just gonna spill all the tea on, on my dad <laughs> my dad comes from a um a family where like his father abandoned their family it was like my grandma and eight kids left and it took many many years to rebuild that relationship with his dad in fact i never met my grandpa till i was i think i didn't get to meet him until i wasn't like at least in my teens which was weird oh, wow. so i i just remember uh you know going to california to visit and we stopped in san diego where he was at and he mm-hmm. had a store there and i just remember uh my dad brought me he said this is your grandpa it was weird and he <laughs> said you could have whatever you want from the store pick it out <laughs> and i picked out toys or something i can't remember the but, hot cheetos <laughs> yeah just grabbed the bag of hot cheetos and ate them uh but i i feel like uh because my dad that happened to my dad mm-hmm. um and also there was like abuse in you know from from that end uh and, and it's a system, obviously, right? Like, yeah. it's a reoccurring system or, or pattern there. Like, you you repeat what you're taught, what you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, my my dad just, I, I don't think he knew how to have a good relationship uh, or, like, had a good example of how to have a relationship with mm-hmm. his kids. Uh, and so, like, growing up, we never said I love you or, you know, really showed a mm-hmm. lot of affection. But as we got older, those are things that we started to navigate, actually started to have conversations yeah. on, like, you know, why don't we say that? Or like yeah it's okay to compliment each other it's not weak yeah. and for latinos machismo plays a lot of thing too right because if you start to show your emotions mm-hmm. you're seen as le- uh, not a man and so like those yeah. are other things you have to navigate uh but uh, I'm, I'm happy to i'm happy that my dad and my siblings have the relationship we have because mm-hmm. uh now we do say i love you now we do hug even though that part chicks is still a little weird i'm not gonna lie sometimes yes. when, we, when we hug it's like uh like we do the awkward <laughs> Have yeah, you ever done like side. a hug with your one of your guy friends and you guys just go to the, the side, side and like at each other's yeah. shoulder or something? Just, just dap them up, you know. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just dap Come in for the hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kiss on the cheek. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but, <I> know. <laughs> That's but, funny. but but yeah, no, my dad's always uh there. He always says, if anyone messes with you, please let me know. You know, if mm-hmm. you need anything, I'm here for you. Uh he's definitely about tough love, but he's also yeah. there like anytime we need him um and so I, i'm very thankful for that but mm-hmm. it has taken a while to get to that point you know oh, to, sure. to be a little bit more vulnerable with my dad and and, and um show affection i'll just yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no chica I, I get it too and i feel like still as an adult you know giving my dad a hug i don't know if i don't know i don't know how, how often we hug each other but we are getting better at you know showing our affection and be like oh i love you dad or oh I love you son or things like that you know so yeah. it is you know it's a work in progress but with my dad him growing up uh he was raised by his grandma his parents passed away when he was young oh wow so he didn't um he didn't grow up with his his dad or his mom like that so he grew up with his grandma and so and i think you know uh he grew up also really poor so his now as like being a hard worker and, and providing a good life for my siblings and I growing up I think that really kind of pushed him to to do that to work really hard and provide for us like that and so yeah I mean my dad used to be my basketball coach my baseball coach oh, cool. so it's one of those things where it's like having your parent as the coach is like it's probably not the best <laughs> because they're like yeah. a little bit more harder on you like you could be doing better you could be doing this but no I, I do appreciate you know I'm very feel very blessed and thankful 
grateful to have the dad that I do have and that we right. have a really good relationship. You know, it makes me feel, you know, I, I always think that he's always taught me how to be very proud of like our Nimipu culture and, and our, our ways. And so I think for me, it's like I probably should uh, be better at showing more like of my appreciation and love and things. But it's something, you know, obviously, I, I mean, I'm in therapy, so I got a lot of things that I work on. <laughs> but, but I'm working on it. But no, I do. I do. I do appreciate my dad and love him, you know, very much. And I'm also also named after my dad. I'm a junior, so. Oh, Chikex, I'm a junior so, too. Weird. Yeah, we're little juniors. Little juniors. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what's weird, Chikex? Um, so I, with my dad, it took a while, right? Now we show affection. Now we say I love you. Now we're like very intentional mm-hmm. about like showing affection. But um, for me, my grandpa, we called him Papa Elias. So he's my my dad. He's my dad Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was never weird with him and he was a very stoic serious man but so whenever he interacted with like his friends and stuff it was always weird but whenever he came around to us the kids especially when i was little and even now as an adult he would like make goofy voices and like hug me Mm -hmm. and like give me compliments and you know tease me that's that's one of the ways you show affection in latino culture you tease the heck out of your family members (laughs) um so he it was weird but i i never felt from him and and that's my mom's dad not my dad's dad who i didn't know until i was a teen but Mm -hmm. with him it was never weird like i just i knew (laughs) i knew that this this older dad my dad elias like just loved me and cared about me because he Mm -hmm. he would show it in a lot of different types of ways uh verbally not verbally through teasing stuff like that uh did you have that experience also uh with grandparents or what was your experience with your with your grandparents um with me so my obviously my dad's dad was he passed at a young age um but with my mom's so it's kind of it's 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 a it's an interesting subject i guess you can say so i grew up with my great grandpa wally as my grandpa he was always in my life he was there at every sporting event anything i've ever done he's you know my grandpa wally was huge and uh, very active in all of his grandkids lives you know and so my grandpa wally when i speak of my grandpa i speak of him because that's yeah. the only grandpa that i really had yeah. but my mom's my mom's biological father um i didn't really know him as as much and he i mean he was he was you know around and stuff and i knew his wife and, and my aunts from him and stuff so I, I knew him but we didn't have that like close of a relationship like grandfather grandson you know and um for a long time growing up i I, I've always just felt uh, like, I guess you could say like angry, you know, like yeah. why, you know, why am I, you know, I just had all these questions, you know, and so, but he recently passed away. And so with that happening, it brought out of a lot of emotions for me that I, a lot of questions, like, who am I, where do I come from, you know? And, right. and so, and it's not that I, you know, but as I got older, like dealing with um, obviously like reflection and, and mm-hmm. just trying to be a better person for myself, I, I let go of that anger hurt years ago before he passed i wasn't angry at him or didn't have these issues when he passed but now i do feel like i regret those times where i could have just reached out like hey like get to know the family history or know where i come from because he also has um you know cultural ties to the fort peck assiniboine sioux reservation in montana and um and i don't know anything about that side of my of who i am so i i do you know i have regrets and not um reaching out you know in the past but i mean obviously i can't do nothing now but i do yeah yeah i i understand there's a lot of the his i mean not dumped in too far into it and you know getting into my family stuff but like there was reasons on why you know they you know he wasn't around and stuff and i can totally respect and understand that you know i get right. it. things were different back then and so um i hold nothing against him or my family on that side it's been cool though like so like since he passed i've been getting closer to my family on that side which which I'm oh, sure okay. it probably it probably I mean I'm sure he's you know feels good and he's resting peacefully because of that you know we're becoming closer and stuff so it's kind of cool to to ask my cousins on that side of, more about of our family history and stuff because I'm curious because it's like there's a I literally come from this man you know I I my I wouldn't be here without him so it's like one of those things like you know and he and he was a very cultural knowledgeable person and so now I just feel mm. like I I I missed out on you know things I could have learned from him when I should have just but you know when you're young you 
make mistakes and yeah. I don't live with that regret though. I don't feel like I'm like, Oh my gosh, I should have, you know, I, I'm at terms with it and I've come to terms with that the services and stuff. But it was one of those things where I'm like, dang, like what could have, I don't know what would have, what would, how would life be if I would have reached out or if I would have, uh, you know, got to know him on a different yeah. level. But I just, it was just one of those things where I was always protective of my mom. So I'm like, I don't know. I, and my mom didn't have nothing, you know, bad to say about him or anything either. She, she, she had a really good relationship with him yeah. in her later in her later years as an adult and stuff so but for me i just i just had this i think it was just hurt you know growing up yeah. and so I, you know it it is what it is you know I, is. I don't hold i don't hold nothing now you know i love my family i love you know his wife yeah. and all my cousins i i appreciate them and i love um you know i love them i care for them and right. want what's best for them but i just i wish i would have i wish i would have like dived into therapy and stuff before you know like <laughs> like i wish i would have worked on myself like five or six years ago where i could have you know established a better way of how i dealt with my with my emotions and things so yeah. but it's just something that i have to live with now you know i, I I'm at terms with it though. I'm not like, right. you know, I, I I'm, get it. I'm okay. You know, <laughs> I, I get it. Chicks. I only laugh because I'm there with you in that. I'm like, therapy's hard enough. Uh, you know, accepting the fact that I probably should take therapy <laughs> yeah. was a thing in itself. And now that yeah. I've been in therapy, I'm like, I'm only laughing because that, that hits close to home too. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know like, exactly what you mean. Um, with my dad's dad, I, cause what you're saying just resonated with me. I'm like, sometimes I felt weird about not having a relationship or mm -hmm. caring about him. Him, uh, because to me he was kind of a stranger he means a lot to my dad and anything that happens to him hurts my dad so it affects me because obviously mm -hmm. I hurt from my dad but it, I always had these ideas of like what if I did have a relationship with him like yeah you know what could I have learned and he's the way he was but I'm also wondering like and I'm making no excuses for his actions but I wonder what made him behave the way he did I wonder what caused him to abandon the family I wonder why you know what led him to mm -hmm. make the, the choice he did to put him in the place where he was at because he had eight kids with my grandma and when he passed he was only with one of them he amended with him and mm -hmm. Um, that's just interesting. But anyways, not to digress. And now maybe the yeah. switch back to to like a happier theme. Uh, we'll you know, have to dive into this. We'll have to dive into this one another episode. Yeah, the dive this into family be, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this might be our crying episode. <laughs> what I did want to say is that uh, you and I both have uh, excellent examples of what good Indigenous and Latino dads are. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, there, there's a lot of room for growth in terms of how we show affection and actually like mm -hmm. talking about our feelings uh, and conveying that to each other. But, uh, I, you know, if it wasn't for my dad showing me work ethic, if it wasn't for my dad for, yeah, exactly. for sticking around and supporting me while I was in college or where I was, you know, even if it, and, and all the times too, like my dad's big on like, what do you need? How can I support you? And, mm -hmm. um, all that means a lot. Cause even if he, it's not like a material thing that he supports with just his own, like being and self supporting me means a yeah. lot to me and it helps me through a tough time so i was gonna say thank you dad for being a great yeah. dad <laughs> happy father's yeah. day and to my no, brothers too for being good dads too because they're mm -hmm. they're they're all dads and you know they they're, learned they're, they learned to be a good dad from your dad you know so that's yeah. the cool thing too no yeah. i definitely agree i i do appreciate my dad because he's there for all of my siblings and his grandkids and even just his family in general like my dad is you know he's been burned by people but he still is there for them in a way so i yeah. uh definitely I'm very, you know, can echo everything you said about your dad is very similar with mine. My dad has provided a lot of for us, not just financially or materialistic stuff, but just he's just always been there. And I, I feel very fortunate because that's not always common in native uh, households. So I do feel very blessed. I hopefully one day I will be just like my dad, you know, have a <laughs> Mimi Poo family. And, and he's and that's the thing, too, is like he's also like in a way my parents relationship has taught me like different relationships values i guess or how i want to operate things of like you know so it's just one of those things but yeah definitely yeah. happy father's day to my dad mm -hmm. i appreciate you so much and uh yeah it's just um, i'm excited i'm sure we'll probably eat gather and do like a barbecue or something on sunday something. Yeah. yeah shout out to all the shout out to all the dads out there shout out to all the good dads the ones that are you know providing for their families and working hard and installing instilling that you know work ethic because i feel like that's where i get my work well i I do say my dad works harder than I do. So uh, I, I'm probably not as much as a hard worker as my dad, but I do am thankful for the, how he taught me how to like work for the things that I want and stuff. Yeah, so I'm there shout, too, out, shout out to you, dad. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, so Chicax, let's switch gears a little bit and jump into our language lesson. So I think today we want to show everybody how to say ancestors. All right, ancestors. Yeah, so in Nimiputim, the Nespers language, to say ancestors is titilu. 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 Is that it? Titilu. Titilu. Yep, titilu, ancestors. And in Spanish, um, I have to say I'm conflicted about this because I do speak Spanglish, so I get it. <laughs> but in Spanish, you would say uh, antepasados. Uh, but I'm pretty sure for me, I've always said like ancestros. <laughs> and that might not be a word, but it, maybe it's Spanglish. Yeah. Antepasados. Uh, antepasados or ancestros. So. Antepasados or ancestros. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, my antepasado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, Chikix. Um, are you ready for our shady, shady questions? <laughs> oh yeah. I got to screen them a little bit and I'm definitely a little nervous to answer, they but I'm ready. <laughs> they're a little shady today. Um, okay, so if this is your first time listening to the Brown Sound podcast, we at the end of every episode we always try to end in a light, funny, you know, shady way. Not shady in a bad way, but shady in a funny, you know, just the funny way. Yeah. So we always ask three shady questions and you can either answer all three or you do get one little skip pass of not answering one question so with that being said our shady questions round goes do you have any friends who lie about getting attention for example for example flirting dating dms um okay <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and on a scale of one to ten how easy would we rate each other <laughs> oh, wow. oh, we got the Moscow stories of U of I stories. <laughs> and three, would you ever date down? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> shady questions. Shady, man. shady. Okay, shady questions. Let's do it. Uh, do you have any friends who lie about getting attention? Uh, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've met some people maybe exaggerate a little bit, but what oh. I, what I will say this is a lot of my friends are like already like married, mm. so so I I don't know. Uh, also, <laughs> I, I don't a lot of the friends I have, and you can attest to this, don't mm -hmm. really get off on sharing things like that. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like that's not important to them. <laughs> So, but, but yeah, no, have I had friends? I, I bet you, I, yeah, I bet you they have. Oh, who? Uh, Just yeah. I'll subscribe to our Patreon and we yeah. can drop names. Uh, yeah. On a scale of one to 10, how easy would we rate each? So I'm saying like how quote easy I think you are. Is that what I'm doing? Oh, I guess so. Okay. All right. So easy. So like, well, like, what does that mean? I'm, uh, I'm not no floozy. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So I I think on a scale of one to ten, you I I just feel like you're in, I feel like you're very selective, and so you wouldn't just like go with anybody. But yeah, if the conditions true. were right and the situation was right, and you had the you know you the tinglies <laughs> were happening, I feel like I feel like. <laughs> I would say uh, that you're not senses. you're not an easy guy to to get. Uh, maybe at seven, I'd give you a seven. Oh, good. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a solid. Yeah, that, that's I appreciate that. I'm I'm yeah. glad you. Yeah, is yeah. one the super easy and ten not at all? Is that what we're? Yeah, that's at this. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I would give you seven. Yeah. Let's go give okay, you seven. Yeah, I can I, I can see it. Yeah, and then would you ever date? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, however you want to take it. <laughs> okay, so like. So would I date somebody who I think isn't up to my league? Well, no, no, because I would, I would, if I'm dating, I, I want an equal, right? Mm, and so mm, mm. we both need to be succeeding. We need to have, oh. you know, like good. Yeah. I don't know. Like I just feel like there's got to be money be in the, the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, money's not everything, right? So it's a I, lot. Of I don't make a lot of money, but I, you know, make comfortable money. So I would want, you know, I would, yeah, Someone, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you got to date an equal, basically, is what I'm getting yeah. at. And so, no, I would mm -hmm. not ever date down. <laughs> 
I would not date down. down. I, would, I would date either like on par or high. <laughs> yeah, you gotta aim for the sky, cheekicks. Yeah, touch the sky, uh, cheekicks. Uh, I guess for me, do I have any friends who lie about getting attention? I would say yes. I feel like sometimes I I will hear a friend tell me about like a so oh this person's trying to get with me or this person I'm like I did not see that like how did you see that if I didn't see that like there's been situations where like a friend would tell me like we'd be at the same place and they're like oh this person's all over me I'm like and where like in your head or I mean I don't know I mean however you want to take it but I would say yes I do have friends who maybe not I wouldn't call them a liar but maybe exaggerate just uh you know do you do you think that they honestly believe what they're saying because that's that's another thing too like yeah you you may actually believe that (laughs) and and everybody else is like oh well yeah yeah that's right Uh, no yeah i I think they oh oh, and sometimes i'm like you know what if that works for you god bless yeah bless your heart um that's unfortunate (laughs) and and on a scale of one to ten on how easy i think you are you know thank god for growth if we were talking about moscow hobby (laughs) just kidding (laughs) if we were going to talk about college hobby oh Um, well that was one night No, I I agree though. I think I think we both are very picky. Like not just picky in a way of like like it has to be the values have to be right. You know, I, yeah. I would give, like, we're not I would superficial. Say, I would I yeah, I know for no yeah no. I would say you're probably like a solid eight though or a nine. Like I feel I like, feel you're like a I'm a little more, bit more than you. Yeah, yeah, you have a little that. bit more. You know, I could be a little bit more rugged. You know, where you're kind of more very. You're like the classier friend. You know, so <laughs> I'm like I feel like you're just you know you're the uh-huh. thank you're you, like, Chick-X. I was sweating this out because I thought you were gonna share college stories, and I was like, "Hell no, don't!" I was like, "No, that's why." That's why I said. That's why I said, "Thank God for growth." Oh. You know, <laughs> growth is a beautiful thing. I'm like, "Gracias a Dios for growth." <laughs> The funny uh, thing is, you were at all the college things I was at, so I, I yeah, I'm like, I cannot not be your not. friend, Chica. I cannot not be your friend because all the things you would spill. I, no, I'm not that type of person. I, I know you're spill, not, but you like, know. I, mean, I wouldn't unless you gave me a reason to. But I don't do the, you know, I, I, I have yeah, information. Yeah. I keep the information locked up. But, yeah. but you know, even now the things you know, Chica, I'm like, oh man, if I. <laughs> Here's the other thing too. You actually know my nickname, and nobody oh, else yeah. does. And that all my other close uh, friends don't have no idea. No, but to say, oh, what's up? Cheekex, that would be. I, I think if anything would set me off, that would be one of the things that you could do to like. That would be betrayal. That would hurt so bad. Oh, on our internationally known podcast. <laughs> Uh, that's too good okay number three would i ever date down um no i've done it before and i'm not a fan (laughs) Uh, i i think for me like you said i'm i'm looking for my equal i'm looking for my like uh my ride or die someone that could you know, help motivate me and to grow and be a better me. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just like career wise, but just, I think the values and the morals, like I, I always feel like when it comes to me, like what I look for in a woman is like, you know, motivation and yeah. someone who's driven and who's like wanting to like, yeah, we can be successful and, and chase this bag together. But I'm also looking for something like that would be, you know, a good mom to my kids yeah. and a good sister-in-law, a good daughter-in-law to my mom. So I, I have, uh, and then it's kind of hard because I only have three. I mean, all I have is sisters, so they're pretty. Yeah. They're, I'm like they're judgy, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'd always be scared to bring someone home that if they didn't approve or if they, you know, if they didn't get along. That's just something I think about all the time. Um, that would be hard if they didn't approve. Two years. Yeah, and then too, it's like my mom on the other hand is so like she just loves. She just, I think at this point she just wants me to just give her grandkids, so she don't even care if I'm with like whoever. <laughs> you know, it's like I shared that meme. It's like like. How my mom wants to meet everybody like no mom this is a 
sneaky link. You know, you're not <laughs> gonna meet her. No, no. But I, I, you know, I, I think it's it's important to have standards and to you know not oh. lower them. <laughs> it's it's not you know to have standards and to not lower them for someone like you. Right. Obviously, you know, if you know what you bring to the table, and why would I lower my standards if they can't match? Yeah. you know, the same energy. But that's just so, me. That's just so me. I would I would even partner. I would what I would say about that too, Chikex. And then let me ask you a follow-up because I do have a follow-up question for you. Oh. Um, so what I would look at that is like how I view my friendships. Like if I'm in a relationship, yeah, one of us may be a little bit more up than the other, but we're helping each other up. So it's like a, we're helping each other up kind of thing because it's mm-hmm. progress, right? Um, so when I say like I'm not going to date down, I don't mean that you need to have all your shiz together. You know, yeah. like we can work yeah. on that together. Mm-hmm. Like we can both move up together. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, you know, we, we do need to kind of be in the same place, though, a little bit before. Yeah, especially like mentally. Come up. Yeah, um, be in therapy, too, because yeah. there just can't be one of us trying to fix everything ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, no, what I was going to ask you, Chikex, is is, is a requirement for you that they understand culture. They don't have to be of the culture, but do Mm. they need to understand your culture? Because that's tough when there's misalignments. Yeah, I would say they would have to either be cultural themselves or understand it. I don't know. That's a tough one because obviously I'm not going to, you can't say never say never. Right. But I've had, or I've seen cousins who've dated people of that not of our culture and how there's different um different points of view and different yeah. perspectives and a lot of times i'm all they're wrong just kidding no, but, like, <laughs> but like there's just a lot of differences and so i i think for me to avoid that i would just have to stick with someone who has a, a rich and thriving culture or come from my own you know but i or similar right yeah i yeah that's definitely it i'm like without saying too much i just you know i'm like what to soyapo you know (laughs) (laughs) i i just i don't know i i I do think though like if i were to take the european route um i think i would do like italian you know like they seem very cultural and family family oriented like that's something i could probably be relating with but i don't know i mean i don't know i just i that's that's definitely a hard one but for me i guess if there is a misalignment on the cultural piece like how we Mm want to bring up our children that would be a that would be a hard place to be in um yeah for sure and and so i i it's not a requirement but it's a um it's you know it's a factor yeah yeah it's definitely a factor for sure yeah i'm like how do i say this so it doesn't sound bad (laughs) Yeah. yeah no i i agree you know, and I think it's just because it's so we don't have to explain ourselves. We don't have to explain why That's certain hard. things are this way, you know. And yeah, no, I, I get it. You get it. Well, because <laughs> there's a lot of factors to consider, like spirituality, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you're not aligning. I mean, that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just those are things you really need to talk about. So, yeah, if, if we're in therapy talking through our issues and we can <laughs> talk about things that we have concerns about. All right, let's get on the same page. But yeah, that, mm-hmm. that always must. I, I need that to be very clear, because yeah. if it is. Isn't I I don't I can't really see a future together. Um, is I guess where I'm getting at. So yeah, no dang, way. good retrospective here too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dang, my bad. No, yeah. But, but yeah, that's a good way to wrap things up, though. You know, yeah, we, it is. We won't waste anyone's time anymore. Just kidding. No. <laughs> well, now people know what they need to do to date us. Yeah. <laughs> Have money and culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Um, I did want to plug though. So if you are in the Lapway area, just to kind of wrap things up, you know, Juneteenth is on Monday, and if you don't know what Juneteenth is, that is, you know, the celebration of freedom for you know, like the end of slavery. Yep. And so, um, one of my friends, she puts on an awesome event. This is, I believe, her fourth annual Juneteenth celebration in Lapway on the res on my res. Yeah. The Nimipu Res. So if you're in the area michaela thompson she's just you know she does everything she has a million hats she's an entrepreneur you know she's yeah, she a, is. 
a beadwork artist. She's like, she's just got a million things, you know, and she has like a business, two different business, Indigenous Creatives and Beadwork by Kayla. But she's having a Juneteenth celebration this Saturday, June 17th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Lapway City Park. So if you're in the area, if you want to come out and hear a lot of the uh, awesome speakers that they're going to have and there's going to be like food vendors. I know we did food one year. Um, but yeah, so if you're in the area, come and check out the Juneteenth celebration on the Nimi Purez put on by Indigenous Creatives and Michaela Thompson. It's always fun. It's always a fun event, always fun to hear people speak on their experiences. And then at the end, they always do a fun dance. So it's, and then, you know, at, after the event, like at nighttime, there is a uh, celebration after party. So she's having a Ooh. DJ and it's a all black attire and it's like in, it's invite only. So I don't know if you didn't get the invite, then that's, that's on you. But I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this weekend to celebrate, um, you know, all the all the the black excellence that, you know, that it, my own tribe gets to have. You know, like we yeah. have a lot of um, tribal members who are just out there doing awesome stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to be in community with, you know, Nunum Nimipu, you know. Yeah. People. So yeah, just had to plug that because that's also going on, and this is just like a busy. It's a it's gonna be a long weekend, so we have it's, a lot of celebrations <laughs> going on. But I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. it. It definitely is, and I'm I'm sad I'm missing out this week. But this weekend, uh, we're celebrating Diego's birthday, so can't miss that. Uh, so I'll I'll hear all the fun that you're having, Chica. So I'll <laughs> definitely see those stories. Yeah, I'm ready to act bad, act bad, act bad, <laughs> good, act bad, act bad, act bad. Yeah, and, and this is a good time to also like just shout out Michaela because I know we brought her up a couple times on the show, mm-hmm. but um, she she is very talented and she does a lot Super to spotlight talented. and uplift uplift the uh, all communities. And so you know, give kudos to her. She also has a podcast, uh, Quantum Theory. If you're mm-hmm. interested, that touches on the uh, Afro Indigenous experience. So yeah, definitely check that out. If uh, I were you, because you're missing out. Um, and so sure. any last thoughts, Chicax, before we wrap up that episodio um i do got to give a shout out to one of our listeners she's actually an aunt of mine she responded to the story saying that she loved the last episode and it um boosted her confidence in herself she said she enjoyed listening and she oh, wow. just was kind of you know needing to needing to hear that so i i appreciate it to my aunt she's actually the one that does the patreon too so oh we love yeah, her so, yeah. yeah so she was like yeah she messaged me the other night and i was just like oh you know it made me feel good that i told her like Thanks, you know, I'm, I'm glad we could entertain you and, and yeah. stuff like that. So messages like that always just make me feel good because we get them here and there from people like, like, oh, I needed that laugh or I needed this, yeah. you know, whatever. So I so shout out to our listeners, but special shout out to my aunt Anitra. She's um, just an awesome person. So shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you. Um, and I know Daniel and I discussed Anitra because I know you listen uh, <laughs> that we're just so thankful for your support to the Brown Sound. And, uh, you know, we hope to have a good little... Um, Thank you, yeah, basket goody, for you. Yeah, goodie bag. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chicax. Well, uh, you know, we've been showing a lot of love and people have been showing us a lot of love. Yeah. Chicax, what's the good feeling? Uh, what, you, what you put out there is what you receive. Yes. You know? So we got to put out all the love so we get the love in return. For sure. Um, all right. Well, in wrapping up the episode, uh, friendly reminder, you can always, always, always follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us and what we're doing uh, at the Brown Sound Podcast. Instagram uh, page, so Brown Sound Podcast. Yep, and yep. if you haven't yet, consider giving us a five star rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool new features yeah, is you can actually give uh, comments on our episodes on Spotify. Yes, you can. do need to have a Spotify account, but we love mm-hmm. to hear what you're thinking, and we will reply back. That's it. That's all I got, Cheekicks. Are we ready to Alrighty, sign off? Alrighty, yeah. Again, everyone, have a safe weekend. Have you know a great time whatever you're doing shout out to all the dads out there you know shout out to juneteenth shout out to the whitebird memorial so much stuff going on and i'm just excited for another fun packed weekend i'll fill you guys in next week so make sure to you know give us a follow give us a like give us 20 bucks i'm just kidding anyways (laughs) adios see you later
Cutsy Ayo. And muchas gracias. For listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today, and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.